Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of From No Crypto to No Crypto. I'm your host, the Crypto Coach, Blockchain Wayne. Today we're joined with Malik from On the Blockchain. Malik, man, thanks for joining us today. Hey, what's going on, my brother? How you feeling, Wayne? Feeling great, man. Appreciate it. We've been trying to link up for a minute, though, so glad to finally get you on. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you and I, you know, we've met in person at quite a few events. You're definitely hitting that Sorry. circuit, uh, staying up to date with what's happening in this space. Um, but, man, before we find out more about what you're doing at On the Blockchain, Tell us a little bit more about, you know, kind of your background, man, what you did before all this and what got you into the space. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, I, I'm from the music industry. Well, originally I'm from New York City, from Brooklyn, New York, you know, so I grew up around um, hip hop, you know what I mean? So hip hop has kind of been my life um, and, um, you know, worked for a couple of the labels in New York City, you know, Sony, Def Jam, and um, wound up just taking a, taking a love for the, you know, a passion for the love of hip hop and um on the business side that is you know so i was um i did anything behind the scenes from marketing to promo to a and r tour management road manager um you know whatever whatever it was needed you know what i mean to get the job done um work with a bunch of dope artists individuals icons um you know um my guy nipsey hustle you know rest in, rest in peace legend you know um we helped get him his start um through cinematic music group epic records under sony and um yeah man from there just kind of took the independent route of being like an advocate for brands record labels independent record labels um you know managers artists of the sort and just giving them access and, and providing them services to um to be able to leverage themselves in it within the industry, you know what I mean, without having that major deal or a major situation or major connections, you know, and um and then that just that just brought me into the the world of independence, um, independent consulting, you know what I mean, in many different aspects, you know, and then I transitioned into Web three around 2019, late 2019, 2020, like you know around the pandemic, I was able to dive more into it during the pandemic, of course. And shit, man, I'm, I, 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 you know, been in a rabbit hole ever since. Yeah, I know how that rabbit hole is, man. So, uh, and, and you could be at a better place or a better time for even, you know, what's your passion for the music industry, man, what's happening now. When you mm -hmm. look at, um, there's so many different things mm -hmm. that I feel like Web3 can fix in the music industry. Mm -hmm. I say fix, you know, basically fair compensation for artists. Um, you know, so there's so much there, man. We can dive into that. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. So tell everybody what you're doing at on the blockchain, man. Yeah, on the blockchain, um, you know, it's a catalyst. It's a conduit, you know, for people that are privy to Web three and you know tech savvy and people that you know not and looking to get into you know whether it be crypto, whether it be AI, Web three, NFT, digital assets, you know, whatever you want to learn about or be able to um, take advantage of in this space, you know, we look at ourselves as that bridge and that connector um, between, you know, the tech and the community. You know, we we are a media company. So, you know, um, on the blockchain podcast is one of the aspects that, that we, um, one of the projects that we um diving deep into within the last year, you know, so we've been doing um, content. Um, I wouldn't say targeting just tech, but every industry and how the tech mm -hmm. affects every industry is what I would say. Nice. So basically, you know, we've been boots on ground, like, you know, when we all over the country, you know, we out the country like yourself, um, just spreading the, the culture of the tech, spreading the values of the tech, you know, and, and how it could, um, and, and how people 
individuals too, not just big brands and companies and all that, but how the individuals themselves, actual creatives, could take advantage of this without really needing the corporation or the big companies, you know? Mm. Absolutely, man. You know, we talk about it a lot, and recently, man, I was trying to find out, we were trying to come up with a word for that probably about six or eight months ago for that that Mm. whole combination because, yeah, it's Web3, it's crypto, there's AI creeping in, and really, it's just, it's emerging tech, right? It's any tech that's emerging that has the potential to change the world, just like, you know, technology we've seen in our lifetime change the world. You know, Facts. we think there's going to be that continued evolution. But yeah, you, you yeah. definitely look, when you say all over the place, man, I've, we, we've run into each other in New York. We ran into each yeah. other in LA, yeah. uh, Austin, Miami. Everywhere, so man. Much got it all covered, <laughs> yeah. man. So yeah, definitely yeah. know you on the go. But, For sure, uh, man. And I salute the field, man, because, you know, y'all everywhere, too. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I salute you and the whole crew. You know what I mean? And, and it's, it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? But I will say that, like, our Web3 community, like, we stick together and, and we are everywhere. Like, we doers. You know, we're not talkers. Like, we're not going to even um, promote something that we're not passionate about, that we're not actively engaged in already. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like. Like me personally, I feel that makes that makes a world of a difference because yeah. now you can really dive in and you could trust the people around you to to help facilitate whatever it is you might need. You know, like and I got to tell people all the time on a podcast, like Web3, like we don't compete, we collaborate. You know what I mean? And that's uh-huh. the truth. That's what we do. And um, we, we, we here for the people to be able to help onboard as many you know people as possible, you know, because it's, it's a lot of non-believers. It's, it's been more non-believers than than not lately, but I see like you yeah. know the tides are turning though, and you know slowly but surely everybody's going to wake up to understand exactly you know what I mean what what um what this technology could do for them. Now I'm not saying it's all good. I'm not saying it's all bad. But what I'm telling people, Absolutely. even if you pro AI or you know pro con or whatever or pro con to tech or crypto whatever it may be, you know a lot of people don't believe in certain things. We can't expect everybody to to understand, but at least. Do your due diligence and do some research. Do your homework. Like find out about Absolutely. it because either way, it's gonna dictate your life in the near future, right? So it's like you being oblivious to it just because you know you you either against it or you don't believe in it. Like you you you're planning to fail, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. You know, a lot of people play that narrative about um, you know there there's some garbage in, in, in crypto, but. What industry doesn't have good and bad people, right? Come on, like, now. You know, yeah. doesn't matter what industry, whether you're a music industry, uh, whether you're an attorney, whether you're a doctor. I mean, there's good and bad people. Um, there's people that scam. There's people that help people. And I think Facts. that's what we have here. It's it's no different. This is an industry that it's open to anybody. So a right. lot, you know, and, and you always always have to look at the the majority, right? The majority yeah, yeah. of the people that you're going to meet in a space are good. Um, but mm-hmm. you got to learn. You got to educate yourself because there are people that are going to prey on your ignorance um, yeah. and try to scam. And, and those people, I mean, we've seen it through cycles. They come yeah. and go. They wash out. Right. Uh, some of them end up in jail. Right? right. But the industry keeps moving forward. The demand for this keeps oh, moving yeah. forward. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it's not going to kill a need or the demand right. for it. It's just like every day we wake up, we look, we turn on the TV. Like you look at the news. It's more so bad than good. You know what I mean? Like, oh, so we I know, we, we, the news. <laughs> you feel me? Right. So we yeah. all know how to take the good with the bad. So this is just another instance where it's like, listen, man, it's not perfect, you know, but it, it is helpful, you know, and, you know, it's it's inevitable, really, that, you yeah. know what I mean? 
to not be able to take advantage of this. So it's like, you know, it's inevitable that it's not going to take over the future because it's taking over the present. So come on. Right. Right. You know, but some people you're never going to win over and that's yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, we want the people that's hope that look, you can tell somebody, some of those people that you won the lottery and all they're going to talk about is how much you got to pay in taxes. Right. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or, or they're going to be, or they're going to be mad at you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? yeah. um, but that's it, man. We've got so many people to reach and that that's kind of, I think where we really click connected because, you know, my passion, not just what I'm doing with Phil, but that kind of led into what I did before, which was really educating people, trying to get more people to understand this, because it's not something you get on in school. It's not something that that news or anybody on TV is going to teach you. But it's important when you understand how this technology works, why it works and why it's important. Right. Then you realize how it could change the world, man. It, it can. Yeah. There, there, There's people today that are, you know, in anywhere in the U.S. or other countries that may not have had opportunity before, but now have an opportunity oh, yeah. that wasn't given them because the old system blocked them out, boxed them out, or didn't teach them what they needed to know to participate. And this is something where it's actually leading with anybody can get in, right? There, there's no, there's anybody, no barrier yeah. to entry other than just man. learning. I tell people all the time, this is meant and built for the little people, the mom and the pops, and people argue me on that. You know what I mean? Just because of the, you know, the mainstream, you know, outlook on it. But it's like, it's crazy because I see families in El Salvador right now that's able to pay for groceries with Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So something's going on. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's different families and or, or villages of people like, you know, in, in different countries, third world countries, smaller countries where it's like, you know, like this is paying the whole city's light bill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or oh, for mining crypto, like, you know what I mean? So, like, to a certain extent, we have to look at, you know, we just got to weigh the pros and the cons, like I said, and, and just be able to take advantage of, you know, what, what, what we can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. You know, there was an attorney that we had talked to a while back from um, Venezuela. I was, I was drawing a blank oh, yeah. for a second. Mm -hmm. Venezuela. And you think, you know, obviously attorneys, no matter where they're in the world, they typically make good income relative to the country they live in versus other people right right and if this guy hadn't have been in bitcoin when their whole country's currency collapsed it doesn't matter how much money you have when the money is worthless and those are the types of things where he was still able to provide for his family still right. able to to survive because because that happens so and mm -hmm. i think the biggest pessimism for a lot of people especially here in the u.s is mm -hmm. you haven't encountered any of those problems yet Right. Exactly. If you don't have if you don't have family in another country, you haven't tried to send money back to them. You don't understand that problem. Oh, man, you, that's a hassle. Right. And, it, and if you haven't had an issue where mm -hmm. the bank won't let you get your money out or the money becomes worthless a lot faster than I mean, it's happening here. It's just happening slower, slower. But, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, that that's really when people realize that's when they're open to a change, when those problems present themselves. And, uh, you know, one thing I had a mentor years ago always tell me was, "What dig the well before you're thirsty." <laughs> don't that's it, don't man. wait till you're thirsty to start. Don't digging. wait, yeah, man, because yeah. you're gonna cease. It's gonna be a hard trip down digging that well. But yeah, it's crazy because you got these countries where a lot of them, a lot of the people haven't even have never opened a bank account. You know, right. they've never even walked into a bank, you know. And mm -hmm. so now, like, just the fact that they're able, you know, to start something on the blockchain or be able to, you know, open their wallet, you know what I mean, and, and get some cryptocurrency, you know, and it's, it's just it's opening up 
it's just opening it up tremendously. Like sky, the roof and the ceiling is gone. Like, you know, sky's the limit, should I say. Like the roof and the ceiling are gone. And yeah, man, like it, whatever people don't see now, you know, they'll, they'll see in the future and then it'll just be dictated to them, basically. Yeah. You know, I mean, in any tech cycles like that, right? There's, there's always your skepticism, pessimism. Yeah. And then when it's just so many people using it, doing it, then they have no choice, like the smartphone, right? You know, exactly. you, you can think back, think back just 10 years ago, man, there was people, um, you know, whether they were elderly or just mm-hmm. against tech, like I'm never going to have a smartphone. And now it's pretty much uh, almost impossible to get cell service without a smartphone. You know? Now you don't, now you don't want an Android now. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of crazy, man. But listen, um, yeah, man, it, it, where tech is evolving, it's like you, you get ahead of it or like it gets ahead of you one way or the other, man. And so that's one of the main, um, that's, that's one of our main goals and missions, you know, just to, to get to the people, spread the word to the people and let them know, you know, stay ahead of the curve. And, um, you know, let's all win together. Let's all build together. Let's grow together. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So got a question for you. you, you your prior experience, man, is in the mu- music industry. Um, yeah. what have you seen lately in terms of the music industry seeping into this web three space or the potential for that even? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, um, it's obviously it's a gap, you know, you gotta, you gotta circle of artists that understand and open and willing and kind of receptive to it, you know, which is yeah. a smaller community, you know, then you got a bigger community that, you know, it's not being presented as properly as it could be. And I think us as a whole, like as our Web3 community, we need to do better to be able to help that transition. You know, Absolutely. we need to do better to be able to um, onboard more people to this tech, you know, because the yeah. tech don't sell itself, you know, and, and building community outreach is key. Yeah. You know, the music industry, is built off of community outreach, you know, before a record, like I've, I've been part of plenty campaigns where we work singles and we got it to the number one record. And before that record even becomes a number one record, before that record even starts charting on, um, on billboard before it even maybe starts even getting radio play. Right. Yeah. The people are talking. The community is speaking. You're walking around in cities and cars are playing it. You know what I mean? The people are getting it hot. And yeah. and that's the that's what we're missing in Web3, you know? And yeah. it's a disconnect, you know? And I, I will hope that certain brands and companies, like, you know, would, um, would see that and be able to take advantage of, you know, like conduits, even like myself, that are able to spread that message and that word out to the people that's coming from a viable source, you know, not just myself, it's a few of us, you know, and to be able to make the people feel comfortable, right? Because what what makes them feel comfortable? Like, you know, there's no familiarity with this, you know, yeah. there's no, there's no past with this. There's no, oh yeah, shit, this is what they right? did 10 years ago. Oh, this yeah. is like how such and such and such. Did. No, it's none of that, right? And the tech ain't selling itself. So. Yeah. We got to we got to do better, man. You know, and I'm saying we because, you know, we got to all hold ourselves accountable because we are a community. Right. So it's like, you know, we got to do better to help the money flow within Web3 
to be able to do that community outreach, you know, and the big tech companies and the platforms, they got to be willing to want to do it, you know, you know, open and willing to want to do it. And I believe once that starts happening, the mass is going to flood in. Yeah, absolutely, man. You're right. Look, uh, I don't know if you saw. So recently, uh, this was a few months ago, I got a chance to speak at this uh, conference in New Orleans. I'm right outside of New Orleans. That's my right. home base. So it was called MusicCon. And uh, for one thing, man, remind me, we got to get you uh, get you to that one next year. This was the first year they did it. Right. It a really good event. But it wasn't a Web3 event. It was a music conference focused on the business side of music. And mm. um, we did a presentation about why Web3 is important to musicians and giving some examples of what Snoop Dogg has done with Gala, what Kings and Leon have done with, with Gala games. Um, right. what Steve Aoki has done with all the stuff he's done in the Web3 space. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And man, you'd be surprised. I'm still getting messages from people that either went to the talk or they heard about it because they got there late. We were one of the first people to talk at the conference right. and want to know more because, man, there's a big disparity in terms of today's musicians, you know, today's artists. They can, even if they get signed by a label in the past, you think of that, oh, I made it. I got signed by a label. Um, but today with the way things are with streaming and Spotify, they're hardly making anything off of, you know, millions mm -hmm. of streams mm -hmm. and you know, the, these few musicians that have been able to jump in and do the web three space and release certain tracks as digital collectibles or release different memorabilia and things as digital collectibles, man, they're mm -hmm. making more from a few thousand real fans than oh, yeah. they were from millions of streams on Spotify. Mm -hmm. and, and that's really when you talk dollars and cents with people, that that's what that, that's what typically adds up to them because today's right. musicians realize they're not getting compensated like they should, and that's pretty much when I was doing my research on because I really wanted to find out why Snoop Dogg got into this. Right? Obviously, mm -hmm. it could just be he's a big tech person in the tech, but it really wasn't that. What I found was a talk where he was talking about how pissed off he was about the fact that after he built that global brand of what he you know of himself, he still to keep up his income where he wanted it to be. He either had to keep touring, keep performing in person, or mm -hmm. um, sell a shit ton of merch. Oh, yeah. Right? Man. And yeah. really, and, you know, so he was able to do quite a bit with the Web3 space. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. We, we've got to be the ones to, to go out, spread the word, get people, break down the barriers to understand this tech, because you're right. They, there's no blueprint of how it's been done. Even Steve Aoki said it on the talk recently. He was like, we're, everybody's still trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Right, so right, right, right. I would say, and I don't know if your advice, but if there's anybody listening to this that's in the music industry, that's a musician, artist, trying to, you know, trying to, you know, basically take your passion and make a living, um, mm -hmm. look into the Web3 space or reach out to one of us so we can mm -hmm. kind of at least mm -hmm. help you see what that potential is because there's so much potential yeah. there. I mean, when I think about industries that can positively be impacted by like the Web3 side of things, Mm -hmm. it, the, the two top two are music and gaming. I don't know what you think about Oh, yeah, that. of course. Yeah, that's the top two, of course. Like, you know, and that's what it's going to be, you know. I mean, gaming is, is a little bit, I'm not going to say easier, but it's, it's a little bit simple, simpler in the way that, you know, um, it's, you, you already have people engaged, right? Like, the gamers are already mm -hmm. engaged because they're coming to play the games, right? Now, as far as musicians, it's still not that, it's still not that, you know, it's still something missing, you know what I mean? And, and it's like, and, and, what you got to understand about the music industry, and I talked about this on another one of my podcasts with Ian Burke, is that the music industry is a competitive industry, right? It's not like Web3, right? It's competitive mm -hmm. and, it's, and, it's, and it's money heavy, meaning, you know, people are used to heavy front ends and not really concerned about the back end. 
Web three is the exact opposite. You know what I mean? It's heavy back end. It's not really a front end if if there's anything, right? So right. like you gotta understand the philosophy and the mentality of music industry people, which I'm one of. So you 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 can't uh, the the approach that the Web three um, community has taken with artists and the music industry is not gonna work. You know what I mean? We have to take a different approach. And I've told a couple of companies this too, you know? So it was like the approach, like, like, like just go back to um, what, what you just said about Snoop. Mm-hmm. That's why I've, I'm still in Web3 myself because I've been there. I've been in the music industry 15 years. I've seen the good. I've seen the bad. I've seen, I know artists that are from the block that never made it, but invested in themselves. I know artists that's from the block that have invested in itself and, and made it to a certain type of place, but didn't really get on all the way. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of artists that's from that, uh, the same block street or city or whatever state would you want to say, and they made it. And some of them made it real big. Mm-hmm. Millions, millions of records sold, millions of dollars made. But it was still one comment with all of these people that I know, even from the people that was your best rappers and your, your favorite artists on the radio every day, you singing their songs to in the shower. One common, they, none of them own their data. Absolutely. Most of them ain't even yeah. own their name or their yeah. likeness. You sure. understand? So it's like when you think about things the way I think about things, it's like, come on, it got to add up, right? And so yeah. to say, like, when every artist in the music industry gets big, and this is even before me, I'm talking about the Michaels, I'm talking about the Princes, like, uh, you know, James Browns, like, the legends, right? Like, they still, once they got to a certain extent, fought to get their masters back, uh-huh. fought to get their rights back, which is their IP, yeah. their data. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I know that even if it looked like this artist was over here winning and we singing these songs every day all day, and this artist over here, nobody knows, but you know, has a lot of talent and is not making any money and is struggling. I know they still mostly, they, they kind of similar on the same plane, so to speak, you know? They can't leverage themselves, you know? They can't really speak for themselves. So, the, well, the, the person with nothing could speak for themselves more, honestly, you know, because right, you're yeah. not tied into Our a contract. Control. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's just a dirty game, you know? And, and once I understood how Web3 worked, you know, I, you know, I was a, I've been a big advocate for it ever since. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's, it's, and you know, imagine how much better or, or how much more quality we could get into, into this industry, really anything when the person that's passionate about it can provide a, just live off. It. I mean, how many people are musicians trying to make it but they've mm-hmm. got to work two and three other regular jobs just to, to pay the bills because the music pay industry the is not doing it for them. That's but right, yeah. if they can get a thousand true fans, they could, they could, I mean, you know, we think big money, like millions of dollars, but some musicians, if they can just get, you know, five to 10,000 a month, then right. that would support right. them to be able to continue to work on their craft. And there's no telling where it could go. Right, um, right. That, that's yeah, the thing about is. this whole industry, man. It gives so many more people opportunity that maybe mm-hmm. have great ideas or great concepts mm-hmm. or great things they could bring to this world that never nice. get the light of day under mm-hmm. the old system because they don't have the means to make it happen. And nah, now nah. if you got the means yeah. to make it happen, man, you can do something to impact the world. Yeah. 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 You know, we, we want to take it even a step further and, and, you know, impact those people that feel like they have nothing, you know, 
people in the marginalized communities, which I come from one of them. And, you know, people that will say maybe I'm not going to even go over here and work two, three jobs just to provide for my passion. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go risk my life. I'm going to go risk yeah. my freedom. You yeah, dig? Yeah. For this for this shit, man. That's how much I feel. It. This, I'm, I'm pa- that passionate about it, right? So it's like now we could stop young men and women from going to jail, from prison, from risking their life, from risking their freedom, from taking those, like making those dumb out decisions. You know what I'm saying? Which at the end of the day, like, you know, and I'm not here to judge nobody because I, I, you know, I got my past too. And But it's like now that this technology that we have it and we had these tools like AI tools, Web3 tools, whatever it may be, you know, and we got cryptocurrency in the mix. Like it's only, it's only right that we, we do our best to implement that into our career, into our personal life. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So that like, you know, like you said, like I, I talked about this with Spotty Wi-Fi on my podcast. Um, it's like, yeah, you know him, he sold, yeah. um, I forget what the exact number was, but he sold maybe about like 2000, 3000 copies of his, um, of his of his mixtape album you know and he was able to generate um a substantial portion like you know like 150,000 or so whatever when it's like if you have signed to a record deal um you know no shade or nothing you know def jam sony whatever it may be you know um if you sold 500,000 records you're still not making 150,000 dollars cash in your pocket you know what i mean like if you if you um if you did like how many ever so many hundreds of thousand million billion view um streams on Spotify, no shade. That shit ain't making you no hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Like what right. did Snoop say the other day? Like a billion streams led to forty thousand dollars. Like what the fuck yeah. is that? Yeah, yeah, that's you right. Because I heard yeah. I heard the term. I heard somebody was telling me they had like a few million streams and it was like four grand they made off of it. You know, it wasn't it wasn't anything. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, that's like, so, you know, it don't make sense, man. It's like, you know, the old regime, you know, it's no hate, no shade, man. But the old regime is done. You know, that's even right now. Like, what is it? Gen Z, they see, they they see the play. You know, it's like, it got to that point to the generation that's like, listen, man, come on, stop the bullshit. We see through it. You know, like, you want me to go to college to get a job? You want me to pay for college to go get a job to go pay for college? Like, yeah. It's like you're keeping people chasing a tail, you're keeping them in the hole, and you're not allowing them no kind of visibility to even see what the options may be. You know what I mean? And so, like, you know, the kids nowadays, Gen Z, you know, young adults, they see what it is. They know what's going on, you know? And it's like college is not even a thing right now. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, now nah, college is preparing kids for a world that doesn't exist anymore. You know? Right. It's, it's we're Close reality, man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Malik, man, it's it's been great having you on today, man. We I, I feel like we could probably talk here for hours about oh, no this. No doubt, bro. You already we'll definitely, know. <laughs> <laughs> definitely get a chance when we see you soon. Either I'm guessing Denver or New York. But mm-hmm. um, before we wrap up, man, can you tell everybody where they can fo- follow your your podcast on the blockchain and learn all about the things you guys are doing? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all can follow us on um, blockchainshow.com. That's B L O C C H A I N 
S H O W dot com and everything else um, on the blockchain. O N B L O C C H A I N um, on all media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn is Malik Stout. Um, yeah, wherever you want to catch up with us, you know what I mean? And um, we're here for the people, we're here for the community, man. We love the creatives and we're here to set a spotlight on, um, you know, on, on the good stuff going on, the good people out here in the world. Um, yeah, and stay tuned. You'll catch us at um, a bunch of events coming up, you know what I mean? All over Absolutely. the damn country, you know what I'm saying? We should probably be out in Dubai with you too or whatever, but yeah, next time we get up, let's sit down and have something to eat again, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we definitely always eat good. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? Got to, man. I appreciate you, bro, man. Shout out to the whole team. What up with Micah and everybody, man? Salute. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, definitely, man. All right. So any any final words for the audience, man, before we wrap up? Oh, man. Listen, man. Stay blessed. Stay focused out here, man. Don't let nobody get you off your path, man. And don't believe everything y'all hear out here, man. Do your research. Do your homework. You know what I mean? That's key, man. Especially when it comes to Web3, crypto. Don't let anybody make up your mind for you when it comes to this, man. Do your research. Ask a few people, you know. And, um, you know, a good thing for the new year would be to start off the new year, man, like, Everybody, go get a, get you a good mentor in life, man. Somebody that yeah. you can speak to, look up to, you know what I mean? And that, um, that, that put you in the right direction. Awesome, man. That's great advice. So thanks again, Malik, for joining us. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will catch you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. I appreciate you, bro.